Yo, 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 what up? It's your host Selinas, aka Shorty Duop, and this is the 20th episode of my podcast, and I am really excited. A new season starts, so season three, and I'm thankful for everyone that has, you know, been on this journey with me, and whoever is new, this may be your first episode. Um, please go and listen to the rest of them, because I promise you, you are in for a treat. Um, it is also March 17th, 2020, and I am still in Puerto Rico. Um, I did a lot today, and I am thankful that this trip, um, we were able to do so much before this like lockdown quarantine you know, situation um, has occurred, and uh, we'll be still going through March 30th, 2020, and hopefully that is when it ends. Who knows, but we need to just worry about the here and now and today and um, just do whatever you are able to do that brings peace to your life um, to try to deter away from any of the chaos and confusion that so much um, is impacting and going on in this world. Like that's all you feel now, you know, sometimes when you get on your phone, you look through social media, you turn on the TV, it's just this, just too much you know like you immediately immediately want to shut it off and just turn turn it away because it's like come on yes this is huge but our souls and our faith and our families and all of those beautiful positive things need need to stay aligned okay don't don't veer off with all this that's going on and getting distracted and Especially if you already are on a road to better healing and better serving yourself and your family. Don't allow this to be that thing that totally distracts you from from everything. If anything, it should bring you closer to that road than that path that you already are on. Um, Today, I, I had to, you know, say goodbye to my dad. And it was more like a see you later. I know I had a lot of mixed emotions before coming here. Um, when I first seen him and throughout this trip, I only I seen him twice. So the first day I want to say when I came, I got to meet him. Um, and then, you know, the day before we leave back to uh, where I live in Cleveland, Ohio, you know, I, I, I went to his house. We spent a lot of time there and just sitting and observing my father. Um, he's a hustler. And that I am also. I'm like, wow, is this truly something that's hereditary? <laughs> and uh, I, I appreciated it so much. Like, I seen the passion in him. And I'm like, wow, is this what people see and feel when they look at me? You know, when because for me, whatever I am involved in in my life, I have so much passion with it. Like... I have to give it my all. If I'm not giving it my all, I don't want no parts with it. So it breaks me down to speaking on my past relationships with more like an intimate relationship. So speaking on a men's side, like I give my all and I give it fast and I give it quick because that's me. I want you to know that everything I do is with love and care and loyalty because it's me it comes so fluently that I end up getting hurt really fast because I'm not getting that reciprocated and I've noticed that 
the reason why I'm not able to get it reciprocated so fast is because there's so many people that our that are dealing with self healing and reflecting and trying to still find themselves and when you're on a path where you are trying to better yourself and you want to you know do the best for your home and do whatever it is possible to even make the world a better place because when you yourself are working on your soul and you become a better person you are making this world a better place even if you don't see it at first or whatever the case may be people are watching you're motivating you're inspiring so you need to continue down that path and there's people that have not yet even touched the surface with that you know and we tend to get involved with people like this at times now when you get to a point that you've done enough soul searching and reflecting like where I am now to where you can realize this type of individual off top like as soon as they're you know they're introduced into your life you already know eh, maybe not this isn't right you you don't feel it if you don't feel it don't force it that's that has to be number one real rule when dealing with anyone new in your life not just intimate it could be a new friend you know which you are going to become friends first before anything more but you know what I mean so I realize now when I watch my dad being passionate like that and giving his all with what he does like he he literally has a, a food like restaurant almost in his backyard he makes orders he has you know his um other daughter and you know her daughter which is his granddaughter everybody just sitting there around the table and you know one's taking down notes as far as who gets what and how much this is and if they paid already and then people are coming in because they have an appointment of when they pick up their food and it's just like I loved it I fell in love with that moment and then I was like man this is my dad (laughs) like so it even enhanced it more like yeah I didn't have him around the way I should have growing up or anything like that but who I am today reflects a lot of his personality his characteristics and I could feel that being just across the table from him and I recorded it because I know I want to see that again and again and again and we will be so far away from each other but I've made it a point uh, along with my family that we need to do this trip at least once a year you know most high willing that's just the way it goes at least once a year to come out here because family is life like I seen and felt the love and there's nothing more that compare compare to that no amount of money no nothing it was that moment there with everyone surrounded the laughter the hugs the food you can you can taste the love and the food you know that saying goes like I made it with love you can taste that that is that is true when you cook you should cook with love talk to your food you know be happy smile when you touch it mm, when you taste it it's mm. <laughs> but I'm just like wow I'm more like my dad than I would have ever known if I've if I wouldn't have taken this trip. And my kids got to witness that. You know, they're like, "Mom, he 
he cooks from his backyard he makes food and he makes money like that and it's something like how you do but you don't cook food and sell food you sell other things and you do other things and they were fascinated and in love and I'm like I never want to lose that don't ever lose that passion about yourself whatever it is in your life that brings you the most joy the most care that that happy feeling inside of you and only you know it and if you don't know it by me just talking right now like what truly genuinely makes you happy makes you smile that if nobody else was around you at that moment you're sitting there by yourself and you're thinking to yourself what can I do right now that's gonna make me happy where does my passion lie with my life that's something that I can do day in and day out and not get tired of it sometimes you have to ask yourself and it may cause you to write things down to read certain books, to do some research, to take certain walks, exercises. There's a lot that goes along with it if you don't have an answer right away. And that's okay. You don't have to. But you need to start somewhere. Start asking yourself, developing that happy feeling within yourself. Like, okay, well, I really like to draw. Um, I really like to sing. I really like to dance. I love to help people. I love to make this. I love to whatever. But you got it. So discover it if you don't already know. And mine, my complete happiness is just helping other people. I love to see other people happy. But I had to find a balance with that. Okay, because I wanted so much to make other individuals happy that I didn't care about me and making me happy like I would lose sight of that because I was giving 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 and unfortunately the giving 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 I didn't receive and it's not that I wanted to because you should never give with the intent to get anything back. When you give something, whether it's monetary, whether it's your time, whatever, you shouldn't have in your mind, well, you know, they better repay me for this or whatever. No, that's not how life is. You give and you never think like that. But that's where your tenfold repayment comes because you don't have that mentality because you're not asking for nothing in return. You are just genuinely doing something out of the kindness of your heart, something that that you should be doing is just giving to others and feeling good about that to put a smile on somebody else's face something so small you can do and make somebody's whole freaking life <laughs> to be honest so I was just figuring that you know because this makes me happy that this is the right thing to do but I had to understand that yeah it makes me happy to make others happy but what is going to continue to make me happy because the people that I'm giving, giving, giving to are hurting me. They're taking advantage of that. And I don't see it because I'm like, oh, they need me. I want to be needed. I want to be wanted. And then that also trickles down to my childhood. That almost raising yourself type scenario. And again, no faults on my mother because the reason why she really wasn't involved as much as she should have been with me was 
because she had to work. It's not like she was addicted to drugs or prostituting, nothing along those lines. Thank goodness for that, you know, and I'm so thankful that my mother instilled and you know an independency with me I will never be codependent on anyone like there's a lot of attributes that I carry from my mother but in retrospect because of that I did a lot of time on my own because my dad wasn't around I had my sister um, one of my sisters that basically raised me and she's seven years older than me so a lot of times I want to be doing what my sister's doing and I cannot. A 10-year-old and a 17-year-old, they just don't click, right? That's It's a big gap. So I caught myself growing up really fast and not having that uh, direction on, you know, just basically relationships and what does it mean for somebody to truly love me and want me around and need me like I needed and wanted my mother around and that feeling of chasing and chasing that feeling was okay I find people that need something from me so now they're chasing me they want and need me and I can make myself available because this is ultimately what I needed for myself as a child and I don't know if I lost you there and I am sorry if I did but I I know what I'm trying to say and, and the ones that truly need to understand what I'm saying will and you may need to replay that part again to understand but either way so many things that occur in our day-to-day lives have so much to do with our upbringings and we can't allow them to just continue to keep happening the same mistakes over and over without at least asking yourself why Why do I keep making these same mistakes? Like for my life, why do I allow the same type of so-called man in my life? When I already see red flags, day one, day two, week later, I see and feel like this person isn't right for me. But still, I continue on this rodeo. Maybe this one is different. Maybe this and that. And that last time where I faced death because of a so-called man in my home and knowing that my kids were there and were affected and I finally so many relationships later finally put my foot down did what I had to do to get him away and I had to sit myself down and talk to myself like hello why do you keep falling into these situations what do you need to work on within yourself and it trickles down to healing your inner child and really learning what it means and what it entails to love yourself fully fully do not think that any other individual placed in your life even your children whoever blood kin whatever does not matter not one other soul can be placed in your life to make you complete you make you complete and it took me a very long time a lot of heartache and I know sitting here um 
in Puerto Rico. I know being this close to my dad that so much of why it took me so long was because of him not being around. That uh, male figure that I yearned for, to be loved by, to be wanted and needed. I didn't have that. I was very lost. And I felt when I was close to him that he he loves me. I felt it. Um, when we hugged, our moments of saying see you later instead of goodbye when I was so stern I'm I'm pretty sure that'll be the last time I see him no I want to see my dad again sorry I had to <laughs> oh I had to catch myself there but I want to come back I want my kids to see him again they loved him and my youngest son looks so much like my dad and his side of the family that I was like whoa I have pictures and I'm just looking side by side like, yeah, yeah, that's my dad. Yeah, <laughs> these are my kids for sure. And they loved it. And he opened his arms up widely and just held them tight. And you can feel the love and you can feel um, the remorse of not being around. And it's almost like, you know, he didn't know any better. And I'll just leave it at that. And I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Because nowadays, you know, many people don't know any better. And I have been with an individual that looked me in my eyes and broke down the whole of the, you know, the whole childhood of theirs and how, you know, their dad wasn't around and, you know, or her, their dad was around and, and beat their mom and beat their mom. And I'm not going to be like my dad. And I'm not this, I want better for my kids, this and that, and turn around right after that conversation and punch me, kick me on the ground. And I would replay the whole conversation. Like, you just told me you wanted better. You weren't going to do this for your kid. You this, you that. And you turned into a complete hypocrite. So I look at my dad and he never sugarcoated it for me. You know, he was very direct. Like, no, I know I wasn't there. No. I wasn't and I'm here now so we have to either take what we got with this now or it's just going to continue to be that emptiness you know because I can't fill the place of my father the most high the universe gives me that love absolutely but that actual individual soul no there's no replacing it so instead of being resentful towards him because that's just going to create bitterness and negativity is going to be brought into my life which will trickle down to my children which will be felt in my home and my family I don't need that so I might as well do the best I can do with all the healing that I've done and the doors that I have closed and you know whatever the case may be and take take that and add my dad the actual individual soul that's still here living on this this earth 
add them to that equation. Why not? A lot of people hold resentment, hardcore resentment, when it's so much easier to let that resentment go and rebuild that relationship. Now, if there was a toxic part to that relationship, like total abuse, then no, you need to just heal on your own. Don't hold resentment. Forgive that person. You know, take that sorry that you may never get. Listen to, tell yourself they're sorry. So because they are sorry, I am going to forgive them. And you don't need to hear it from their mouth. Because you don't know what that person is going through, what they have been through, none of that. And it does not make an excuse for their behavior, but it puts into perspective why they are who they are and that they need to work on them. And you being in that equation is not good for them. They need to figure out what's good for them. You need to figure out what's good for you and leave it at that. And a lot of breakups, yeah, they're hard. Absolutely. Heartbreak is not easy. Whether it's intimate, whether it's a parent, whatever, it's not easy. It's not meant to be. It's a heartache. It's a heartbreak. Breaking and aching has nothing positive with it. So we get it. Heartache, it hurts. Get it. Understand what it is. Take it, embrace it, go through it, get through it. Don't live in it. You have to get through your heartache. You need to take and learn from that pain and keep it moving. There's so much more to life than to to sit in sorrow and misery and complaining that is just causing more pain. It's dropping your immune system. You are more susceptible to getting ill. You cannot do this to your soul anymore. Let that go. Because what's really painful, if you really think about it, yeah, that heartache of losing a physical being for whatever reason it is, yeah, that hurts. But what really hurts is the time that you have wasted. The time that you could have been working on you and becoming a better individual. But yet you want to sit and chase and try to repair and repair What's broken that cannot be fixed? And you know it. You feel it. You can feel it in your gut. That second and third chance you're giving that person, whatever. You can feel it. I know this isn't going to end right. I know this isn't going to this. This you, you tell yourself this. So why are you doing yourself a disservice? Why? We are not guaranteed tomorrow. Stop wasting your time with toxic situations there's no room for that and you should know that like just instantly the moment you start feeling that something is not right listen to that feeling and remove whatever is attached to it and I'm talking look I understand excuse me, that people have been married and you have years under your belt and this and that. I get it. I'm not saying it's easy, but I am saying it needs to be done. It is crucial. If you want peace and true love in your life, it is crucial to be done. So 
don't be upset at you know the situation because it's gonna cause pain no just know man this is gonna hurt but it needs to be done I've I've sat next to you know I I love elderly people the elderly I just absolutely take them in with open arms at all costs because that is where the wisdom is at that is where the genuine truth is going to be talked about so I have talked to many 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 and I asked them you know the ones that have been together for 30 40 50 years and some of them are extremely happy and others have talked about a 30 40 50 year relationship that had ended even after so much time and they're with somebody new and they talk about man I wish I would have walked away way before any of these years have been invested and I kept sticking around because the kids and doing this and not one person that has ever told me about a heartache or a heartbreak or you know them dealing with being with somebody for so long that you need to do it for the kids you know you don't need to stay in a toxic relationship for children you are doing your children a disservice if you want to be selfish and continue that because no you saying it you're doing it for the kids is an excuse because you don't really want to face reality because you are dealing with something inside of you that you need to heal and this person is in your eyes almost filling that void that you need to fill for yourself and it gets deeper than that but with that I am going to end this episode because I know that was a lot and um, it hits home for some people I can feel it right now And um, I love you guys. I love all my listeners. Please send a prayer up for this flight. For those of you that, you know, hear this before um, 3.50 p.m. on March 18th, because that is when our first flight is supposed to be going out. So, you know, hopefully that is the way it goes. If it doesn't, then it's going to go the way it needs to go. And I'm, I'm, I'm with it anyway, you know. But just send prayers, send good vibes. I appreciate them all. And like I always say, change your perspective, change your attitude, change your mind, and you change your life. I believe in you. So believe in you too. Until next time, I'm out.